Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. That's right. It's the key to everything, the love of God. And uh, one of the ways we do that is we uh, we just do testimonies everywhere we go. We find people yeah. that have an extraordinary relationship with, with God, and you can see it. And yes. that's who we have with us today. Isn't yes. that right, Marla? It is. But first, let me just say, if you wonder if that's really Scott behind that voice, <laughs> it really is. Uh, he's been on a preaching frenzy this week, preaching down the fire of God, and uh, doesn't have much of his voice left yet. So yeah, so I'm going really to let my friend Hayden yeah. uh, share some uh, some things about what's going on in his life. Hayden, thank you for being with us on the Church Doctors today. Yeah, glad to be here. You and know, I just realized that I can't remember your last name, Hayden. Wilson. Huh? Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Oh, Wilson. Hayden Wilson. Wilson. We're in, by the way, we're in uh, Venita, Oklahoma. Right. Uh, at Emmanuel Church, and they're experiencing revival right now, fire of God. Yes. People are getting healed in their bodies and, and transformed in their lives. But this is a... This is a more of an intimate conversation about what is going on specifically in Hayden's life. So we were talking earlier, uh, and you were sharing about how um, it just seems to be that you're uh, all around you, there's evidence of the goodness yes, of God. Yes, what, so what's that like? What, well, I, 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 the evidence really began, honestly, when, when I decided to tithe. I was, I, we wasn't tithers, and we wasn't making much money, and... Uh, uh, we were just struggling from check to check, even though we should have been making it okay. And uh, I was—I wanted to lay hands on the sick to see him recover. Well, now you came from wealth, isn't that right? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> Not much at all. I come from a real poor background, real poor uh, yes, family. Yes, real poor. From I was—we uh, were born into poverty when I was young. Uh, my mother married and, and married to a ruthless alcoholic, and it was uh, it was a bad childhood. Yep. But but she was a praying mama and uh, really surrounded with a lot of love. So you know, we we got to see the goodness of God manifest after she um, left this this bad marriage, and um, we started attending church and, and and so forth and we got to see and and really experience the goodness of god we got to see love in such a wonderful way that we hadn't experienced before wow. yeah but uh, my mom was a praying mama so she always prayed over wow. us but yeah but i um so god moves on your heart and you start to tithe yes yes i well it was it was god he said uh he spoke to my heart. He said, how, how do you expect? And I never was a tither. I just, you know, let the offering plate pass by. And, you know, I haven't really got the money to tithe. And not really understanding the full full benefits of, of tithing. Yeah. He said, well, I said, Lord, I want to lay hands on this sick and see him recover. He said, well, you can't trust me with your money. How can I? How can I even have faith for 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 to lay hands on people? And it really touched my heart. So Sheila and I made a commitment. We was going to start a tithing, and immediately we started seeing um, uh, blessings all around us. It was just just amazing. Um, uh, I got a raise. Um, I uh, had the opportunity to give a car away. I, the Holy Spirit told me to give a car away. Wow. I just bought it. That's awesome. Yeah, and we were still, you know, we were still pinching pennies. So I bought this car to drive back and forth to church because we live in Claremore and we drive back and forth to church faithfully here. And and uh, this is my home. I, yeah. I wouldn't trade this church for all the tea in China. Which is about it. a 45, 50 yeah, about minute 40, drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, making sure we had gas and I had a pickup and what have you. And it was cost me a lot of gas. So I bought this car and, um, and I just got it. Get Gus got it ready to go on the road, and um, 
uh, I had a cousin that was in a really, really bad way and they filed bankruptcy and her, her husband had to, um, um, have a lot of surgeries and what have you. And, and they didn't have a car. They had a car, but it was, it was worthless. And Holy Spirit told me to give him the car. And I said, well, wait, give him my car. Right. What? <laughs> give him a car. And he goes, give him the car. I've got so much more for you. So I struggled with it for about a week. Uh, I didn't want to, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I yeah. never gave a car away. Yeah. And it was paid for. Right. And uh, so I told Sheila, I said, Sheila, I think we're supposed to give the car to my cousin. And Sheila's your wife. Yeah. And she readily, well, she goes, well, give him the car. Yeah. Just it was that simple. <laughs> so we gave him the car and I got a $3 raise about a week later. Wow. And we've been praying for, a, you know, a better house. And we got moved. We, we a, a house opened up that was $200 cheaper than what we was paying and bigger. So we just started seeing his blessings all around us. So we made a commitment to faithfully tithe. And uh, in that, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Then we went on a giving spree where, you know, I couldn't wait for the offering to come around to when we have an evangelist. Yeah, well, I call it a giving spree because I I never had money to throw in the offering. It was tithing, but, you know, really the reward is in the giving. You know, uh, above your tithe. You know, the tithe God guarantees I'll take care of your every need. But the blessings really start pouring out when when you um, start giving. So Yeah, what uh, you're really talking about, just for a minute, you're just living a lifestyle of generosity, really. It doesn't matter what it is that God asked you to give. You're like, I mean, once you get over the shock yeah. of him asking you, you're, you're like, well, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I be generous with, because God gave me everything I have exactly, anyway, right? Exactly. Well, it oh, gets it better. It gets yeah. much better. So, so and, and, the, and the Bible says a generous man prospers. In everything he does. Yes. So here's Hayden. Yeah. He's on the way to coming out of poverty. Yes. And look at what happens next. So I'm, 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 um, I, um, uh, uh, the co-pastor here, his name was David. Um, he was leaving and moving away. And he said, hey, man, I got this car. He said, I'm, he said, I'd like to, he said, if you're still interested, he said, I'd sell it to you. I said, dude, my credit is poor. I said, uh, I would be willing to make payments on it. And he goes, sure. So I mean, he was ready and ready to go. So. We set up an agreement to make payments on it. Well, by and by, this this girl came and started a brand new baby Christian started coming to our church. She had four kids, three kids. I'm sorry, and I kept seeing on Facebook where she would uh, beg people for a ride to Walmart to get groceries. Or then one day, it really hit my heart. Was she goes, "Somebody, please take me. I needed laundry done so bad. I'm desperate." And of course, we lived in Claremore. We didn't drive back and forth. So I thought, you know what? We're gonna pray for her a car. You know. And the Holy Spirit arrested me right there. She, she's got a car. <laughs> I said, man, I kind of brushed it off because, you know, because I'm a giving person. I just love to give. And I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me, but it was the yeah. Holy Spirit. And um, she come, we, we had a Tuesday night prayer meeting. I said, you know, we, we got Ashley, we got this young lady here, and, and, and we really need to pray her in a car. She needs a car. And, uh, okay, let's pray. And the Holy Spirit said, she's got a car. Give her the car. Give her your car. Give her my the car. The second one. The second one. And I'm making payments. It wasn't mine yet. So um, uh, uh, this went on for a week. And then finally Sunday morning she come running in. And, and I couldn't even listen to the message because the Holy Spirit just would not shut up. Give her the car. Give her the car. <laughs> Give her the car. So finally I was just at my wits end. And I said, oh, God, I was in a surrendering moment. I leaned over to Sheila and said, I think we're supposed to give her that car. 
She goes, well, give her the car. <laughs> so my wife was in complete agreement. I think that's one of the things that I love about um, the Holy Spirit because he don't talk just to me. He talks to us. Yep. You know, it's such a wonderful that's thing. That's beautiful. That when we're complimenting each other, yeah. especially with her tithing and her money. So we bless her with a car. And um, about a week later, I'm working in a, in a, in a mediocre paying job. I'm, I'm a mate, and, it's a, and I'm, I'm a good worker. I, I pour my heart into whatever I do. But my heart is the elderly. That's my passion, and that's my ministry. So I was working in a nursing home, um, uh, doing maintenance. I was doing CNA work. I'm a licensed CNA as well. Um, and just wherever a door would open, I put my foot in. And spreading the love of God, basically. I was I was able to turn loose and love on these people all I wanted. I had great favor where I was at, um, but I wasn't making much money. And uh, I get a call from a lady, and she said, hey, I work here at this uh, um, facility, and I heard you was a pretty good maintenance man, and wondering, hey, you want to come work for us? I said, no, not really. I'm pretty happy right where I'm at. I said, but uh, out of curiosity, was it paying hour? She goes, what would you have to have? And I shot the sky-high number above and beyond that I would think I would ever make. Just out of silliness, really, in my heart. And I really, because I shot a way high number. And I said, and um, weekends off, uh, full benefits, you know, that kind of thing. And she goes, well, that sounds very reasonable. I said, can you come in and put your application in? <laughs> and man, immediately, you know, my heart started beating so fast. I, I mean, it was like fluttering. So, oh, my God, just, what have I gotten myself into? Have I got myself over my, you know, you know how yeah. the enemy works? If you're immediately yep. come in, I've got myself over my head. I said, yeah, yeah. When do you want me to come in? <laughs> so uh, I think it was the following uh, Wednesday. I went in for an interview, and before the regional boss, which is w- over many, many um, uh, Brookdale's that I work at, and um, another boss that was um, sitting in for the AD, a- the ED, so was, she was a temporary ED at the time, and um, Quentin asking me questions about what I was able to do and this and that, and I told him my uh, capabilities, and I said, well, i gotta, I gotta, I got to tell you about something, though. I said, uh, my footsteps are ordered by the Lord. I'm a Christian. And, and if I haven't got peace about being here, I'm going to turn you flat down. I said, but see, my other job allows me to love on these people all that I want because they're really my passion, my ministry. And I said, um, and I'm a licensed CNA. So I get to put out little fires everywhere I go. And I said, uh, and if I can't have that, I can't work for you. And I said, that don't seem to be a problem with me. Are you okay with that, <laughs> That's Mark? amazing. Yeah, I think it's yeah, cool. That's amazing. In corporate America, yeah, somebody ahead of time America, warns yes. them that I'm going to be sharing my faith and lead, yeah. probably leading yeah. your uh, customers to Jesus. And yeah. they're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I said, you know, I said, <laughs> yeah, this I'm is not, how much money I want, yeah. and I want these days off and, and all those things. <laughs> I got 50 cents more than what I was asking. What's wow. your, the, the astronomical uh, yeah, price? price yeah, I got yeah. 50 cents more. She goes, so I think you're worth this much. So yeah. let's stop right there for a minute because... I heard you say something, it's just like, it's still echoing from where you said it to me. And that was, is after you, like, it was like God was just commanding a blessing on you. Like, yes. it just snuck up on you. You you threw out this ridiculous number, and God's just laughing in heaven going, what else do you want, Hayden? <laughs> yeah. I'm making, yes, I'm giving yes, you an amazing, increase. Yeah. But when that, but I heard you tell this testimony once before, mm-hmm. and that's why we have you on the podcast today. But I remember you saying your heart's just racing and your brain, you said, you're trying to figure out, really? I mean, I, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy with the amount of money I have. Am I making a mistake? Yeah. And I think sometimes that when when God does impossible things, we need to, it sounds ridiculous, but we need to trust him with the good things just like we trust him with 
like getting us out of a bad scrape, right? Well, Absolutely. We're, we're conditioned to think that if it's too good to be true, then it probably isn't. Yes. I mean, yeah. here he is. Like, they just keep nodding their head going, yeah, what else do you want? Yeah, what else do you want? And Hayden's mind's just gracing 100 miles an hour going, God, is this really you? And God's laughing in heaven going, well, what do you expect? You've been obeying me, giving away cars, loving people every day, putting your tithes and offerings in. Of course, I'm going to bless you. Yes, uh, you know, and I, be, I so I wonder this into this job. You know, still green about a lot of. Um, uh, I, I wasn't really familiar with their systems and all this and computers. I was just, I wasn't very good at all. I was computer illiterate. I didn't even know how to send an email. Um, tru- truly, wow. I, yeah, I didn't even know how to send an email. <laughs> and you're you're in a supervisory position. In a supervisory position, <laughs> and they do all of their work, all their loggings. I mean, all their all everything charting is on computer, and. Um, so I, I would, anybody that would walk my way, hey, can you come help me? Can you come help me? Come here. And everybody was just so patient with me. So, and I, I prayed every day, Father, I just, I, I know that as a Christian, we should be set apart and excel in everything that we do. That when people see us, they see the Jesus, they see the light in us. So I, I, made, a, I made a commitment that I would never complain about what come my way because maintenance is really really high stressing a really stretching job where you can really stress it i just refuse to complain and um so i said i i don't care about being the best maintenance man all the brookdales ever had i want to be the best maintenance man this brookdale ever had and um immediately i was gained great favor everywhere i went i had favor and i never was afraid to stop and pray for somebody that need prayer and talk to somebody about Jesus. Now, I wasn't fanatic. I mean, I choose my battles carefully. You yeah. know? Like I said, I've got a wonderful platform. I'd like to keep it, you know. Yeah. So, um, uh, and there's still doors after doors after doors open. I started driving due to transports for him um, just so much. And, you know, I was just really valued so much. And when I was valued, I felt valued. And it was, and I'd never experienced that part where I felt valued. Yeah, so that's... That's the that's where you're at right now. It's like yes. the Holy Spirit's going, oh. So really, up until this point, you were obeying God and releasing things out of your hand to give. But it sounds like there was still a poverty spirit, a poverty mentality thinking in yes. your brain. Like, yes. I, I'm not worthy of this. Yes, absolutely. Maybe I'm going to screw this up. This, it, there's a lot of stuff I'm responsible for. What if I... What if it doesn't work out and absolutely. I have to leave and absolutely. go back and I don't want to do that? And yeah. Right. Even with all the evidence of the goodness of God happening, we can still have a poverty mentality. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're like, man, this is this is exactly my life. I mean, I'm in a place where nothing seems to financially work, and I, I'm i just looking for a handout everywhere, you know, wherever I go. And But I've watched Hayden. He's a giver. He, he's a giver of his whole life. He, he, he plays the guitar and the harmonica, and he sings, and so... He's on the platform whenever they let him to worship God and to help lead other people into the presence of God. He's just, he's here when the doors are open, and uh, and so what we're talking about here is not like uh, putting a quarter in the slot of heaven and pulling the arm on the side of God and no. hoping that some kind of blessing comes out. No, this is this is God's. Uh, this is the way He designed it, like. Just like a farmer plants seed, yes, and then the wa- wa- seed gets watered, 
and then there comes a harvest. I, I'm it's the a, same thing. I'm at a point now um, that I expect a blessing. I know it's coming. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't walk in fear when it comes to finances whatsoever. I'm going on a missions trip. Every penny was provided by God. I didn't yeah. put nothing wow. in. Why well, did I put? I put the initial five hundred in, but the, even that was covered. Even that yeah. come back. He's going to Belize. And, yeah. yeah, I'm going to Belize here in the next month. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm stoked. I'm I've been so there a excited. bunch. Yeah. I love it yeah. down there. Yeah. It's my first missions trip. And, oh, uh, wow. Know, so I love children. We're, we get to go to a mission, uh, a, um, uh, 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 orphanage? Orphanage, yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty, They're going to love you. Yes, I'm pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty excited. I spend like half of my time playing with the kids when I'm down there and half of the time preaching. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the best thing ever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so here we are. We're talking about seeing, uh, you know, David prayed, what what good is it, God, to hear that you're good, but not to see evidence yes. of your goodness in the land of the living? living yes. He's like, come ahead, go ahead, God, be powerful right here where everybody can see it. Yes. And that was David's cry to God, and and we use that to give him glory, to, yes. to tell the people, Absolutely. God really is good. He he really loves us. He really will follow through on his promises. And you're a you're a shining testimony of that. <laughs> I just love it. Thank so you. so you're at the the senior care center. Uh you've you've already been given raises. They're already promoting you to yes. to uh trusting you to transport patients. That's yes, what you I'm transporting yeah, I'm transporting. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, hey, yeah. will you be our maintenance man and now you're transporting yeah, patients? So I'm transporting. I'm I'm able to, to, you know, um, if I see somebody that needs moved or transferred or things like that, you know, some, you know, the first thing that the elderly learn to do is when they come to a place is to wait, they uh, wait to eat. They somebody wait has to, get to help up, them. Wait to make your meds, uh, wait to go to the bathroom. And, and I'm just that guy. I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing just to do that. Because they're waiting. So I could be changing light bulb okay. and, and be there. So it's, <laughs> it's a wonderful ministry. It's, it's above and beyond. And I play music for them as well. So I've got some awesome favorites. I can just see yeah. you with your toolbox and your, uh, your four wheel cart pushing stuff around the, exactly, the building yeah. and your and your guitars on on your back. Yeah, it's just like, this picture yeah, of. Really <laughs> I have a lot of fun. Aiden I, going to work. Yeah, and it's still and still I've got great. I still got a lot of favor at the old places I work, so I still get to go back there and uh, play music for them as well. And they keep giving you raises. I heard you say yes. So I've had two awesome raises I never seen coming. I'm I'd learned how to do a lot of things in that. I and and I'm about. I've learned that I'm. My skills should be saving my company money to keep vendors from coming in. So I learned everything that I can possibly learn. So I we had a big freeze um, one year, and and you know I think the biggest um, uh, hindrance in a maintenance man for something like that is fear, yeah. not knowing this building, these sophisticated fire panels, and all the knobs you turn on and off to release water and stuff. And we had a major freeze, and my alarms would go off. And, man, I'm, I'm up in my attics. These attics are like a jungle up there, you know, with pipes and things. The and commercial building. Yes, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a nightmare. But it, it wasn't a nightmare. I, I take that back. It was not. I, I hit it with confidence. And uh, my boss was there constantly, you know, walking me through all this stuff. And I spent a week, two weeks probably during the freeze out repairing pipes and, and bringing vendors in and putting them here and there and, you know, shuffling people around and, and uh, sucking water out of carpet. And it was, it was, yeah, we had a, it was a mess. Yeah, but, but 
I kept my joy because I said, Lord, no matter what, I'm, I refuse to complain. Yeah. So the joy that I brought to the table was so contagious that the girls that, you know, we had the girls, we'd put, her, put them up in a room because with the freezes and the roads would froze up. So they, they had these young ladies staying talking in talking about like a, the other nurses Yeah, the other nurses, staff. yeah. So we'd have a water maker in the middle of the night, you know, and alarms go off and people come running and we were laughing and, and, and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. So here's another thing that you're giving away and that's the joy of the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Because you made a choice before it all even started not to complain because you knew there were going to be some things probably weren't going to be yeah. that easy, right? Well, yes. And so in that, I've seen being dedicated and, and they've seen that I was dedicated to my building. I, that's my building. And DeBong's nobody else. It's mine. It's in my care. And and uh, so um, there was a Sunday morning. I was exhausted. But, man, you know what? When you're tired, but the Holy Spirit is really sensitive. I was really sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I would wake up at 4 in the morning and walk my building, wake up at 2 and walk my building, be looking for any kind of drips or any kind of thing. So in doing that, save the company thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, getting on a on a water, turn the water shut off. And, you know, and um, it was a Sunday morning. I finally went home. And I got up to go to church, and I was praying, and I said, Lord, thank you. You carried me through this. Yeah. Thank you. And he goes, how well do you know you're building now? And and it, I noticed there was no fear whatsoever, no intimidation anymore. Yeah. You know, so. And was, to go with that, I remember you said that they're also paying for you to take computer classes. Computer classes, yeah. And they're paying for you for. Spanish a, classes. A Spanish yes, class. class. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Come what? On, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Hayden's always had this desire, he said, to learn Spanish. Yeah, I mean, a hunger, a thirst. I've been raised as brown as Hispanics my whole life. And I so was, you have uh, Spanish-speaking staff in the kitchen. I do. I do. And, they started trickling in here And this just is before. why they're going to help you. Yeah, and then I'm going to Belize as well. Right. So, yeah. So I, God knows my heart. Even working, even going to school at Victory, I took care of the Spanish church in the morning. So, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful— so That's gosh, awesome. So— for the people listening right now, we're we're at the end. We're going to have to close and pray for the people listening. Yes. What what would you encourage those that are just starting out this journey of trusting God and and getting beyond their poverty mentality that says they're never going to have anything? They they were born poor. They inherited that. Yeah. From maybe it's not your fault. Maybe maybe it's self inflicted. Yes. It doesn't matter. Well, once you become a, a child of God, you become a new creation. And no longer does your past define you anymore. You know what? You should be always moving forward. And if you're not seeing the evidence of his goodness, then maybe you need to go back and check your love walk. Go back and check your relationship with Jesus, you know, because um, if you're not seeing the goodness, then maybe something's off balance. A little yeah. Bit. And what Hayden did was he started with what he had. Yeah. Like he didn't throw $3,000 in that no. pot the first time God asked him to tithe. It was tithe. a simple tithe. It was yeah. just a simple obedience tithe. And so that's just... Uh, 10% of what you the income that's coming in and and so you did that and then God started breathing on everything concerning your life yes, everything, everything where you live where you work Absolutely. how you get to minister it's just amazing to me so thank you father god yes. for this testimony of your goodness we release this on the lives of those that are listening right now and we declare that you have the strength to obey god just like this you can hear his voice just exactly the same way hayden does and and then you can obey him in, in the way that he tells you. It might not be cars, it might not be where you work, but it might be a, a another area of your life that he wants you to be generous in. And I just declare that as you step out in faith and trust God in that area, 
you'll develop a lifestyle of generosity, and you will see the goodness of God Amen. too. Yes. Thank you for being Hell with yeah. us today, Hayden. Thank you. I've enjoyed this time, yes. Yeah, you're one of my favorite people in this church just because I love to get the hugs that you give. <laughs> Marla? Yeah, thank you, everyone. What for a great testimony, us. huh? Yes, I love testimonies. That's right. We'll see you again next time. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.